Seven, six, five, four stage engines start. Three, two, one. Boosters in ignition. And liftoff of Artemis One. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. Are you ready to go on a journey into the future? Little did we know when we covered the zombie apocalypse and other fears and hopes for the future in season one that we would all collectively experience a global pandemic. Three years later, we return with season two of The Life Cycle, Now What? A podcast about the future of humanity. The Life Cycle, a podcast about the future of humanity. We want to take you on a journey as we travel to London, Berlin, Oxford, and several Zoom calls, talking to some brilliant minds about a wide range of topics. So, Ava, how are you? It's good to be back. Hey, John. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to stay optimistic. Um, are you optimistic about the future? Um, I want to be. Let's put it that way. I think in general, I'm optimistic about the future of the people I love and care about. But it's hard not to get depressed about the future of the earth and civilization when I really start thinking about it or read too many articles about climate change and politics. But what I've learned from this season and the people we've spoken to, I think there's a lot to be excited about. And there actually is a lot of potential for a very optimistic future. Yeah, I think it's interesting because we ask everyone and we interview a lot of people from many different disciplines, it should be said, at many different stages of their life, if they're optimistic. And in general, almost everyone found something to be optimistic about. Some have their reservations, but yeah, it's kind of what we do as humans, right? We hope for the best. But Ava, where are we going to go? We're going to start by looking to the past to imagine the future because we're going to travel very, very far into the future. Oh, and uh, we talk with Chris Starr about some of the earliest tales of apocalypse. Although apocalypse is, in a sense, people argue grows out of prophecy, that it ultimately is a form of prophecy. Personally, I think I do feel optimistic that thinking about the future as either a collapse or as a golden age or a utopia is a very old human practice. From here, we look at the stories we tell one another in a way to inspire us to do incredible things like fly to the moon and more recently plan to get to Mars and indeed travel beyond our solar system altogether. We talk to astrophysicist Professor Irina Mullins about what she calls cosmic hitchhikers as one such way we could do so. I would say mixture. I'm pessimistic and I'm optimistic because we always get ourselves in very difficult situations, but somehow we find our way out of it so far. We go from thinking about sending life and DNA into outer space to hearing about loud and quiet aliens through talking with Robin Hansen. Well, I mean, clearly the long-term trends are great, right? If you just look at where we came from and where we are now over the long run, we are progressing in just so many literal obvious ways, right? We think about the future of governance, including worldwide governance and virtual or meta-governance on exoplanets and on digital worlds. We look at AI and the tools of the future with our Berlin neighbor, Sarah Alusani from Ultimate AI. Am I optimistic about the future of humanity? I think we get a lot of bad news and bad news is very eye-catching. I am dazzled by the beauty of humanity. This might sound cheesy, but when you see these people like Greta Thunberg, so young, standing in front of all of us and telling us to wake up, right? Can you hear her? There is no planet B. There is no planet blah, 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 blah. We look at gene editing and CRISPR, 
And then we focus the lens and look at the very small building blocks of the universe and get sent by our executive producer, Mundi, to find out what quantum physics is. And like a couple of reluctant students, do our best to get our heads around all things quantum. We meet with the physicist and author, Professor David Kaiser of MIT, and we talk to Professor David Binney in Oxford. Are you optimistic about the future? Absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, we, we all live like Roman emperors, really, because of, I think largely from the gifts of dead physicists, right? Um, but also dead chemists. We enjoy a standard of living which is, which is extraordinary. After such hard work, we get some light relief with Dr. David Nutt and talk about how we could replace alcohol with a synthetic, less poisonous alternative. I think I'm pretty optimistic about the science future. We could put science a little bit further up the hierarchy of decision-making than it is at present, particularly in relation to things like drugs and drug policy. Let's go on this jolly old jaunt then of science and technology and let's see what we can find out. This is season two of The Life Cycle. Now what? The Life Cycle is brought to you by Clan Games. It's hosted by me, Ava Kelly. And myself, John Holton. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcasts. We're going to pull up the audio now so that you can listen in. You go. And rock. Rock, let's go. All right, copy all. And watch direct.